This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Jetson's there, Billy did. The goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Thank you. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson. Clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Stephen Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance. Right, welcome to episode 164 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast, sponsored by the best brewmakers in the game, Magic Rock Brewing, whereby just on account of knowing us shithouses, you can get 10% off using the code AHTTC10. And with myself today, Matt Shaw, I have the bear with a saw head, it's Richard Kosmala, and an animal of undetermined variety, but of similar anger, it's Johnny Gillespie. You okay, boys? Not Good, John. Good Matt, you're, you're Matt, you're, you're Johnny. Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm as confused as our uh, forward line. <laughs> uh, put the beers down. Uh, right, let's get into this and um, I'll start, I'll start. So, um, right, so land of my fathers and Kenny Miller have gone. Um, I'm receiving messages on Friday saying, oh, the players are bouncing in training. They're really happy. I listened to Chicho's press conference. That's Chicho, Cosy, and thought, what a smashing guy this is. Great eyebrows, by the way, but what a smashing guy. I'd love to play, I'd love to play for him if I were a footballer. He talks continuously about being brave and brave in attack in particular. <laughs> and then what followed was was quite the opposite, apart from Joseph Hungboy in the first half hour. That wasn't brave. It was as cowardly a performance as I've seen from a bunch of players since Port Vale in 2003. Not a single one of them stepped up to the plate put the head above the parapet to drive the team forward. Plenty of senior pros just happy to knock it backwards, wave their arms in an exasperated manner and just blame the younger lads when they're doing absolutely fuck all themselves. It was an absolutely disgraceful performance when you consider what was at stake and the poor, poor calibre of opposition as well. Okay, we get no luck. We get two injuries. One of them, a really bad one to Ollie Turton, and I'm sure everyone wants, wishes Ollie Turton all the best with what he got. And two penalty decisions that got turned down, which... With another referee, you might get one, you might not, but you've still got to play the game. What we saw was a completely insipid, gutless and spineless performance by a bunch of players that, as it stands, I have absolutely no wish whatsoever to see again this season or next. The senior pros in particular really need to take a look in the mirror and question what they're about because they've got the ability. They are not a bottom three team as far as I'm concerned, but they're playing like it with an absolutely diabolical and negligent care for this football club. And I've just had enough of the lot of them. And that's all I really want to say on the game. So I'll toss it over to you two because I'm I'm sick of talking about yeah. this lot. Oh, you don't mind, though. Wigan were superb, weren't they? Uh, for the first hour, the outstanding team. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
you don't think I've got that off my work. chest now, Cosy. It's your turn. You can go now. Yeah. I can smile again now. I've said what I needed to say. Off you go. Yeah, Wigan, amazing. Quite funny today, actually, doing some research for this because it tells you the average age of both teams. And to be honest, I, I didn't know if it said 68 or 28 because the, <laughs> some of the football were absolutely, well, most of the football were just so bad. And yeah, it just seemed to have a nil-nil written all over it. But you just know in the back of your mind, just, just the week we've had in the season, we've had that. We're going to try and lose it somehow. And uh, Big Jack Watmore steaming in over the uh, newly recalled for some reason. I know you're giving Chico a good uh, a good ride up there, Matt, but why, why the hell is bringing in Josh Ruffles, who's, uh, who were horrendous? Sure. Probably one of the only few things uh, Father and got right, kind of dropping in. But yeah, horrendous. It's, it's incredible. I think we took over 2,000 fans there yesterday, Matt. And, uh, Deserved a lot better. They deserved a lot better than that. I think that's the worrying thing for the enormity of the game. Just from the start, he was horrendous. And uh, I just wondered how much damage Tuesday night did uh, with morale. I mean, Jonathan Ogg did a big uh, interview, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was the, I'm right in saying he was the post player for the post pre match press conference. And yeah, we're kind of no excuses. We've got to keep going, etc. But it looked like we'd stopped, to be honest. And uh, it was just. It just got worse and worse and worse as, as kind of the game went on as well. And uh, ah, what a mess. Uh, <laughs> the commentator just were embarrassed to be commentating really on that as well. Uh, when a game was so bad. And yeah, I think the worst thing for me, Matt, I'd, I'd, again, I don't know if it would just run out of steam. It seemed to coincide and not get disappearing. Although I agree with what you said on our internal communications channel last night, he kind of ran out. He didn't look. You were tired, juice, you? Not, yeah, run out of juice, and and yeah, obviously we're stuck in the back of your mind. But I just thought we got to try and win this game, and and then Wigan kind of got a foothold. I don't know how they did because they were horrendous. Like, but you, you thought there's no way we can go like a full ninety minutes being as bad as that. But they gradually kind of won space, and we did as usual retreating job as well. But even then, they didn't look like scoring the goal. To be honest, Matt, and then yeah. The corner and and people just, just it was a shit set job. piece, just a shit set piece as well, wasn't it? Just to the yeah. far post and ruffles. He's not even he's not no. even tight with him. He just jumps underneath the ball. No. He doesn't get a nudge or anything. And and to be fair, he's replaced Loughton, who's missed four headers in the which have mm. contributed to goals in the last four games prior prior. But it's just slackness, isn't it? Switching off and it's just it just feels like these players have got absolutely no bollocks whatsoever when it comes down to sort of the hard part of the game and. I don't like saying that because I, I want to support them. I want to get behind them. But when they play like that in such a massive game, this this week had such implications for the rest of the mm. season, Blackpool and Wigan. We needed four points. We've got one. And we should have had four from it, at least. And it's just so disappointing. And people are saying, oh, it's all right. There's 16 games left. Look at the way these players are playing. Look at the guts mm. that they're showing. Look at the decisions they're making. This is a team that's, this is a relegation team. And they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be a relegation team, in my opinion. They're much better. Than, well, they're better than this. I won't say they're much better, but they are a better outfit than this. And to see them play like that in such a careless manner just angered me on the day. I had to take myself off after the game and and go sort of sit in a quiet space by myself because I was absolutely raging at what I saw. See, that, that's where recall, that... You can't recall one attempt at goal or one moment where somebody's actually gone. I'm yeah. going to try and try something here and do something. Everyone shirked that, as far as I'm concerned. Well, with that knock it shot in the first half, well, it was a little bit wide, wasn't it, and that as well. But I just never going in. Though. You know, this, this is where I'm kind of seem to be on my own here with stuff, Matt, and because uh, I think I, I don't doubt that you know, Fotheringham probably had to go after two tonight. But I keep hearing people telling me we've got the players. These players shouldn't be, you know, in the in the bottom three. These players should be doing better. It's bullshit at the moment. The, the uh, I don't, I don't think it is. No, I'm not having it, man. I'm not having uh, it, Matt. Well, come on. You've got, if you look the at the course of the season, the look at the there, season. Mate. Look at the it's season. You've work. got Lee Nichols. Lee Nichols, the best goalkeeper in the league. You've got Tom Lees, Matty Pearson, um, Ollie Turton, backbone of a defence that got third last year in the league. You've got, okay, Jonathan Hogg's dropping off a bit. You've got, you've got no left um, side, and we haven't had a left side for, for, for the full season. So you're playing. No, but there's enough. There's a, there's a core there that shouldn't be in the bottom three or shouldn't have been in the bottom yeah, three all season. There are defensive players you mentioned, Matt. Where, where's your. That's, your that's where we were last season. And so, you know, we've, we've bothered him has fallen out with Sauber Thomas, and all of a sudden, the only guy who can create anything has been chipped out because the guy's fallen out with him. I, just, I do I do agree. I, I, I can see, I can see Cosy's view in the fact that <clears throat> if you look at performances for a while it, it's been 
shocking. And how can you say, I mean, you said like form is temperature class is permanent and where's the, where's the class over those games? You can point so many games over the last 10 that it's been really poor. Um, but I think, I think like I do, I do see Matt's point and it's kind of my viewpoint to a certain extent that I think, okay, there's been a significant drop off, but these players at a different club, a bit like, a bit like Pritchard, do you know what I mean? In a different environment, would, should and, and, and can play better. I don't think the way these players are playing at the moment is at their peak. Um, I don't think that's the best they can do. Um, why that is the case, do you know what I mean? There's a whole host of reasons. I think given given what they achieved last year, which was massively overachieving, I don't think it's fair to say because we finished third that they should be up there. Um, I think no, some players, some pros would, would point to that season as probably one of their best, probably the best form they've produced consistently. But I equally think, like you say, there's still enough quality in that team if they're going to do 78% of what they were able to, given if you say last season was 100, to, to not be where they are. And, and is that a lack of effort? Is that a lack of coaching? Is that just the, the pressure situation that they're in now and not being able to, to cope with it? Um, like the switching off? I don't know. Um, and, and that's and that's the kind of the question I guess we'll probably never know the answer to. But I think that's where I come down the line that I know it is a bit of a debate. We see this team and it's been debated all season. This team shouldn't be here. It's good enough. Um, and then questioning, is it good enough? Is it actually, because there are weaknesses and we've had injuries that have hit us. We've not had a full strength team available all season either, which which has hurt. Um, but I think... Guys, Jimmy, can I just, uh, Johnny, can I ask you sort of, Matt, if we go down and say we win three more games, are you going to tell me in May that this team should have stayed up? Well, no, they'll can deserve you? to go how down. You? If you finish bottom three, you deserve to go down. That's how the you table works, do, isn't mate. it? So you're saying mm. at but, the moment we still, we still should be doing better after 28 games. Is that these players to, to flip it, to flip it round? Yeah, to flip simply. it round. I wouldn't have said we had the third best team last season, and that's the kind of the equal of it too, in a way. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we've got the second worst in the league now. Do you know what I mean? Uh, on paper or on ability or potential ability. Equally, I don't think we had the third best team on paper and potential ability last season. And I think last season we, we excelled. Mental, we overachieved. Yeah, it's and this season we've grossly underachieved. <laughs> but we have, we have, we have got <laughs> a bottom three, uh, a, a, a bottom third wage budget. We don't yeah. pay players enough to, to, to be where. I think this team's probably 18th, 17th. I'm not saying it's 8th, 9th, 10th. But I think it's it's got enough in it if 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 someone could get it out of them, um, or they wanted to get it out of themselves, either or, like say not not saying it's one way or the other, to finish twenty first. I don't think if you ran this season year on year on year, a bit like Groundhog Day, would finish in the bottom three every single season. I, I don't think that. How are we not detached, Johnny? It's incredible, and I think this is the thing where I don't know if you can seek solace in this. Well, you've got to seek solace in the in the table because. It, it's it's incredibly still there for us. It, it's hard to believe. I cannot remember a season, and we've had some bad teams. Well, that may be a lie. I remember that Malcolm McDonald season. You weren't even being born then, John. That was horrendous <laughs> when we went down, and uh, obviously the uh, the other season when we went down. But we've had six months of football. I can't remember one good game. And one game, no. obviously we we won. You know where we were like we were we were really good. It, I haven't, I haven't enjoyed one game this season. I'll be honest. I haven't enjoyed no, one game no, this haven't. season. It's been yeah. an absolutely shite from start to finish. Mm. And I think that's I'll, be, thing, I'll be glad when this is finished. I think that's the thing, Matt. It's like, because I, I like to be trying positive and I really back positive more than most, to be honest with you. But And I want to see, yeah, there's still 16 games to go or 17 games or whatever that's left and stuff like that as well. But back with St. Matt Glennon last night when I lost my uh, rag on the really it's like, yeah, it's absolutely zero evidence that, and I, I know what he's just saying. Some he was saying, I think his one relegation fight he was in a team. It something just changed. It come off someone's bum or whatever, and it goes in. But and then when you go on, I just can't see us doing it. I, I, yeah. I, the fixtures we've got left, the the heart of the club. But this week were just absolutely huge. I mean, we won't probably discuss Blackpool much because it's been and gone. But it's incredible to. Not once, but twice against like ten men, just like to give it away, like we did. And that's what I mean. Then, it's mental uh, for me. It's it's a it's a mental thing. It's a mentality thing. And these players, and and this is why getting rid of Fotheringham doesn't really solve the problem because I don't think giving. I, I thought Chicho spoke brilliantly before before the game, and it was, it was quite heartwarming almost. And then, and then as soon as they kicked off, within ten minutes, you realised that people that have already been there can't change this. It's 
this is a completely, you know, a, a mental, you know, a mental thing completely, whereby these players are are either really struggling for confidence, they're either sulking, or there's, there's all sorts of things going on. But I've seen Matty Pearson. Matty Pearson was fine actually yesterday. He was good. I've seen Tom yeah. Lee's. Tom Lee's. Tom Lee's was diabolical yesterday. Has been really poor. I won't say diabolical, but he's been poor last few games. We saw an incredibly good centre back last season. We saw one that did very well for Sheffield Wednesday as well, but we've also seen the one that did really poorly for Sheffield Wednesday. So he he has the potential to go up and down, but he can play better. Josh Ruffles probably not, but Ollie Turton is a, is a loss because he he looked like he was going to help solidify that side. We've seen Matt Loughton play better, haven't we? Not for us, but you know, not so long since either. We've seen Hogg play much better. Hogg, I think, has been poor since the World Cup break. We've seen these players play better. And, and this is this is it for me. We just can't we just can't Matt, get a good twenty minutes out of them. Never mind ninety. Matt, we needed a goal yesterday. We need, we badly needed to win that game. Why Josh Cromer, right? And, and, and I get you might say, well, look what happened Tuesday. Tracking. I'm not bothered about tracking back, and I know it's, it's maybe a stupid thing to say because it's part of the game. This guy produced some absolute magic on Tuesday night. We were desperate for a goal. We had Zilch going forward, and he didn't even come on. He didn't even no. come on. No, it Why? made no sense today. It, <laughs> Why? It made no. Yeah, I mean, he's throwing, he's throwing Headley on. Headley. Yeah, he threw Jaheim Headley on, didn't he? And Headley, he didn't really have enough time to even do anything, did he? And It's I like Kroma's celebration of choosing that. Again, I don't like playing amateur psychologist, but we will because we're a podcast. But his celebration, it wasn't like sometimes you saw Cant and I were like, is it. Uh, you know, look at it. Well, I, I don't know whether it died. It was a kind of a, a thank fuck for that kind of thing, wasn't it? Do you think so? Rather than, you know, what the fuck am I doing here kind of thing and that. No, it was a, oh, thank God for that. It seemed to be like, oh, thank God for that. So I, I read it a little bit like you, Cosy, but then he, um, he gave a post match, didn't he? And to say, you, you, you spoke really well in his post match and you said he was just happy oh, to kind like, of yeah. score for the fans and stuff. But it was a little bit of a, like, uh, do you know what I mean? A little bit, either it was a quality, it was a quality goal. So it was a bit like, yeah, look at that, but not on a, uh, an antagonistic way, but it might. I was a little bit. Oh, I don't know what he's, if that's a little bit towards town fans. But to fair, he spoke really well in his, his, his post match. I think it was like I say, he was just a bit. Well, that's a bit surprising, it. <laughs> I tell you, I was a bit disappointed but... with Johnny, but I can kind of maybe get it. But I think it just shows the fear running through kind of the club, even from Chico. But I really want to see Jim Edley get get a start. Uh, sorry, T- I wanted really want to see Jim Edley get a start yesterday, and. I know, yeah. I know they won over. I just, yeah. I just think go forward. I'm just thinking we've got to go and try and win this game. And this guy's got energy, and you know that that little amazing run on Tuesday were brilliant. We're like, come on, you know, keep going, yeah. keep going, lad. And I just thought it about was bravery, like that. he said, brave, didn't he? he said Chicho yeah. said be brave, and that wasn't really a brave. Corona would have, you know, were kind of brave and stuff. But, but I mean, yeah, just I expected more changes. To be fair, with the, I mean, it might be shuffling the deck, deck chairs on the old Titanic, but. I was quite surprised with the team selection at two o'clock. But like I said, man, maybe it's bigger yeah. than Chicho. It's maybe it's bigger than anyone. It's just a mental thing. But I don't think we give ourselves the best opportunity to get the three points, really. No, I think you're right. I'll make you right on that one. It's the team. When I saw the team, I was like, oh, great, Kamara's back in. And then I was like, oh, Ruffles is back in. So it was kind of like the Lord giveth, the Chicho giveth and taketh away, didn't he, at the same time. But it... It was, but I understand why he's probably picked him because he's he's wanting to pick, you know, your most experienced left-sided defender. But you know, that's two last two games. He's he's been culpable massively for a goal, and maybe the fe- you know, maybe Jaheim Headley's fearless, and maybe he'll, you know, maybe he's not the best defensively as we saw against Blackpool, but he drives you up the field, doesn't he, with his relentless running and his yeah, energy, and that, got, that gives you something win different. Games, that win games, ben man. Jackson's the same. Ben Jackson's the same. He can give you a lot as well if he's mm. if he's fit and ready. And, and what positive, but, Matt. Georgie Fungbo, it's refreshing to see. He's all right, isn't he? Yeah. He, he's yeah, doing right. what he said in his uh, intro video, wasn't it? Kind of you know, exciting the fans, you know, get bum off seat, and that brilliant what? little run that early yeah. on when he just, you know, kind of hit the keeper, but Maybe it should have squared it behind your wagon. I probably blazed over, but you yeah, know it's you know, like uh, the, yeah. the Turton injury killed Hungbo really because Ollie yeah. Turton was backing him up down that side, and Matty Pearson played more like a right-sided centre back, didn't he, rather than a right a right back, and he and Hungbo was all of a sudden doubled up on, wasn't he? But the left back and James McLean came back and they doubled up on him, and that kind of took him out of the game. And Matty Pearson couldn't offer the support, couldn't get up and offer the support like Turton was doing, so that kind of took him out, which was a a shame and maybe it's a 
maybe have to say maybe we should have had Matt Loughton on the bench um, if we knew Turton's not not hundred percent. But there's a lot of a lot of things after the event, isn't there? Um, but yeah, Wigan won Huddersfield nil. Absolutely nothing happened apart from that corner and they scored. <laughs> the two penalties, I mean. Knockouts made a lot of one of them, hasn't he? Where he's gone yeah, down, yeah. I don't really think that's a penalty. I think the thing is, ha- Matt, because people and the handball probably was, but again, didn't they have a shout? They had a shout as well in the handball. Yeah, Ruffles wasn't he? But so, I thought Ruffles yeah. from from the from the thing I saw, Ruffles' arm was in a natural sort of position ish, but mm-hmm. maybe you call it one all. But you know, even then, you can't you can't just rely on that. You've got to actually, much, yeah. you've got to be positive, haven't you? And you've got to go for it. And we just did not yeah. go for it. And it's disappointing. And we've now got to go for it against Stoke because on the horizon after Stoke and Birmingham, you're starting to get Burnley away from home. You've got Sheffield United, Middlesbrough and all sorts of West Brom, Norwich all coming up. And if you play like that against Wigan, you are not going to play well enough to win, get points against the rest. It's just not. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a dynamic that Cosy was talking about earlier. It's like, a mate called me before I was a Burnley fan. So he's completely opposite, poor opposites at the moment. You guys, you guys being a football fan, he's like, "But you're only one point away." And I was like, "But I think, I think most of town fans almost feel like we've almost ignored that fact just because we we're out of it. Poor, we we're out of the bottom three, been, weren't we? Yeah, our we're... poor we've been. Um, I'll blame Yeah, yeah Posy has to put that in our group, didn't he? So it's um, he put a picture. It's his fault. Table, <laughs> so it's his fault. But yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's it's yeah, we're only one point away, and I mean, it was strange things have happened because we've got points out of Preston, we've got points out of QPR. Probably didn't expect to get either of those. We've dropped points against Blackpool Wigan, but I think this is where we see we're going to pick up points. I think we're only we're only caught adrift because Cardiff have had four straight defeats. So yeah, one in eleven, just, have they? Is just it 11 just do worse than we have. So I think whoever finishes twenty first, it's a case of it's not really a celebrate. It's going to be, obviously it'll be a celebration, but it it really is like. You've got four yeah. shit teams down there, haven't you? You There's probably four... should be relegating four teams this season. Yeah. It's that and bad, I'm, isn't it? So five, I'm looking at those. Yeah. Rotherham Rother are kind of sneaking out a bit, aren't they? They've got, a decent they've got, point, they've got points out of difficult games, which worries me as well. They've got the points out mm. of the Watford. You couldn't see us getting out. a nil-nil against Sheffield United, could you? At the yeah, moment. You no, get, and so... us getting far against Blackburn. <laughs> mm. I think mm. the thing is for me, Johnny, it's just like looking over all individuals. God, it sounds so depressing because like you said, it is the same as me. I get other people saying to me, oh, yeah, you're, you're only a point off it. But I look at like the team, the players, uh, where's this mega improvement going to come from individuals and, and stuff? I, I get what you're saying, Matt, maybe underperformance, but I just don't, I don't see, you know, like you, you go through his 11 yesterday and, and who was his best player? He's kind of a, a loanee from a young guy from Watford, a loanee who they don't want. It's, it's embarrassing. And it's like, I just, <sighs> I, I want to cling on to something, and it's just the table that I'm clinging on to because everything else, your eyes, Jack Rodoni, just, you know, just seems a, a bedding in here for me. He's not, he's not doing anything. You don't, you don't think he's ever going to come good with anything, Johnny, or, or the killer pass or the, the rocket from the edge of the box and stuff. It, it, individuals as forward lines embarrassing. It's like, you know, you knew it were going to be uh, roads coming on yesterday. And wagon, I just thought, where, where's it got to when? When I thought I was thinking that a Blackburn Tuesday afternoon was jinxed, I get, but how's it got to this? That Martin Wagon, who's like surplus to requirements and commentary, like barely got, got any games later on there, and he's leading our line. Huh? And yeah, we were like, I don't, I don't, minutes off Wembley. Going yeah, up. I don't really get Wagon, to be fair. I don't really, again, open to me. What's happened Correct, to I, was, I was at the Wigan yeah. game, but um, I'd, I'd still Simpson rather play. Now? I'm not still rather play Rhodes or chuck a. I think Rhodes gets. I mean, I know he did. He did a few back to back nights, didn't he? Whether that's technically out of him, but I just think his link up play is better. And I still think you, if you got a two in a box, I'd rather it be going to Jordan Rhodes in our squad than than anyone else. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch. Great atmosphere, but there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I've not seen anything from Wagon. 
really. I know he scored, so fair enough. There is that, but personally, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he brings a lot to that forward line. I think he, at least with the roads, he, he can get the ball into him. He will, he will retain it to a certain extent, and he will, he will play it out as well. He's not too bad at that. So, personally, I think Wagon's not, not the way to go. But fourth preferred him. I was, I was surprised really to see him, see him start. So I'm not sure if it's a knock or something else. But yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think he did too bad for the first sort of 45, 50 minutes. To be honest, Wagon. Um, I thought if you played it into his feet, his layoffs were actually all right. It's when you punted it higher than sort of waist height, he mm-hmm. lost every jewel, didn't he? I, I thought when it was played into his feet, I thought some of his link play was yeah. quite nice. But the problem was when he laid it off to somebody, there was no one running beyond and past. And that's where Radoni needs it's to... It's third pass, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's where Radoni needs third, to... Like, yeah. Hung Bowell. That once yeah. removed, and we've not done that. And that's what he again... Goes back to the lack of bravery, back, doesn't but, it, really? But Yeah. The punting of the ball, uh, he's just ridiculous. Like I don't know where this all of a sudden come from. Where started with Healy can start the game a week before. talk to us about Thomas Vaslik because obviously the video the club put out and oh no, there's got to be some self awareness there, hasn't there? Because you're posting a video and, and Vaslik looks like he's he look he's walking like my mum. You know what I mean? Who's just fallen over and. After playing golf or something, you know, he's, so it makes it makes Boovy look like he just had a double knee up, doesn't it? Like, I know, like it's, it's, like, it's like really walking, <laughs> and and there's people going, and, and there's people like me going, oh, he's failed two medicals this January. We, it's a risk signing him, and then you're posting him walking like that, and all the way through the game, he's moving, he's growing, he's struggling, and then he goes down, and he's probably going to be out now for two to four weeks, and everybody was saying, what the hell did we bring Jordan Smith in for? That's why we brought Jordan Smith in because Vaslik's obviously not fit. But he looks, you know what, Matt? He looks I, so I get... badly out of shape as well. Not in terms of being fat, yeah. but just in terms of movement and how Mobility. sluggish. Mobility. Yeah, he looks yeah. so sluggish. You know what? I watch obviously I watch league a lot, and I, and this guy was sensational. And I got, I get obviously we're never going to be that kind of severe keeper that were three teams ago when they won the Europe League with him. But I would tell everyone how good he was. He's just. It's incredible. I mean, his it's communication's like, probably still good. You know, you don't lose that, do you? That probably no, but that's something you can't really wow, measure. But you know, when you look at him now, you're just thinking, what, what is this guy? You know, and, and I get, I suppose, a Czech Republic <laughs> number one, and then you can find a bottom caps, three yeah. team, bottom three team in the championship. You've got to be some kind of cynic. It's like when you sometimes win a competition in it, and you're thinking, is it? Is it? Just check the swap. Is that really happened and stuff? But yeah, so yesterday we just when it happened, it was just like poor, but. I just thought it was summed it up perfectly, Matt, yesterday when we had, you know, as... That injury, seemed to, that injury seemed to galvanise them as well. They, they sensed did. blood, didn't they, at that point? Um, well, I, I, they go back with the Turton injury again. You know, maybe again, I'm playing amateur psychology, but the guy, like, it's just like people trying to, like, walk him off the pitch. He's like, what the fuck? The stretcher's there. Get on it. It's just like... ACLs are a bit weird, aren't they? They're... Uh, my my missus did an ACL and she could walk after it was done. It's not kind of like one of those where it's it's the sort of bending and, and things. But um, yeah, it looks like an ACL, doesn't it? The way it sort of snap, it almost snaps. You see it on the, it's like his studs get slightly caught and his knee just makes mm. that funny motion. It looks like an ACL or MCL. Uh, but you know, man, just looking at the table here, like we mentioned there, Rotherham, Cardiff, Huddersfield, Wigan, they've only won seven games. Blackpool, six. It's like, obviously they've got a few more jobs rather than but it's can, can you believe that we've still got a chance to get out of it because I can't it is quite incredible yeah, really usually usually teams at the bottom are crap and that's yeah. what happens in football isn't it no, um, it's just like but, I just, it, it baffles me mate it feels like we should be dead but but you know what we've got this chance and I just don't feel in my heart I hope I'm wrong and, and stuff and we have a miracle run but I just don't think we've got the personnel for it I don't think we, we ain't got the coach and the man I don't think we've got the I'm not. I'm. I. I want. I want us to have the, the cojones for it. But I just, from what I see, I'm not sure we have. Uh, you know, all the late goals. The late goals isn't down to fitness. It's down to mentality again. And that's why. That's why he's that last roll of dice, isn't it? I think he's. If someone can, we we can get someone in. I mean, who probably got enough time to even go down that road? But if we can get someone who can just take a little bit of weight off, a little bit of concentration, just a bit of morale. I don't know. There is potentially to do something but like you say it's right now it's not it's not going to change and you, you need that step change to make a difference and who you get in to do that i don't know if there's anyone even well, on the horizon to do that equally, speaking but... of which 
Uh, oh. Neil Warnock has shot up in, you know, it doesn't take much because, as you know, it doesn't take much, does it, in nah, the manager market nah, for, the, nah, for the odds nah. to get really, really nah. short. And usually people go, oh, they've taken the odds off, something's happening, and they usually take it off overnight, don't they, and things like Matt, that. Matt, so the, the list, someone showed me today, obviously, I don't gamble, but like, someone showed me a list today, and it was a laughable list, mate, because no one has a clue, and I suppose with Matt Fotherham coming last time, who would know, I don't think he were anywhere near on the list. So no, it was, on, it was only it on, on the day before. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah, it's... But Neil Warnock shot up, and there's people pretending they know things, I don't think they do, but... I just think... It, would he, would he be it? The last, the I last just think waltz. The Cardiff, the Cardiff thing's the issue, Matt. I, I honestly don't think he would come and maybe relegate Cardiff and lose his legacy there and stuff. I, I think that's got a big. He could be wrong. He might. He might. Well, that's their problem, might, isn't it? They might, could. It's up to Cardiff. Nothing, they could still it? finish fifteenth. Um, you know. Yeah, maybe, but it's honestly it's, with Peter Jackson. Someone could have just. Is it? Does it just need? I mean, Chubbles Chico's got the passion and blah blah Chicho. blah. But what? What does it mean, Matt? Because see, I got asked that again by Captain Anon yesterday. What, you know, who would you want? But I just, it's so complicated, isn't it? Because it's like, we need someone to keep us up. Do you want a long term thing? Just someone to. It's delicate. I I, I wouldn't have a clue. If I were Dave Baldwin, mate, I wouldn't have a clue where to go on this. I really would. I mean, Chris Chris Wilder's probably the. One on the list that stands out to me, but I, from what I from what I've heard, I don't. There's think no way he's, he's going to come. Yeah, he's not going to come. Comes and takes it down, and in League One, not and in this situation, then we don't do out again. In League One, say we're like 12, he'll get sacked. That's just well they're done there. He went. Manager. He went quite short, didn't he? But I think no, Paul Wigan, he's he's gone back out. It's hard, isn't it? Because we don't really know, and I mean, people probably got their opinions. I'm interested to see what what people think. Johnny, but rather think... than a name, what 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 would you kind of? Are you thinking two different people? One to keep us up, one not? Are you? Are you, you can't write off. Can I, we're right in, No, I wouldn't. Up. I wouldn't I make an appointment based on next season. Now, um, because if it's going to be League One, there's no point giving them these games because I'll probably do them in. Um, and if we are League One, it needs a bit of complete fresh start. But in, in regards to what I think, I think you can't have some. It's like I say, it's really delicate right now. The morale on that squad's going to be absolutely on on the floor. I think you get someone who's a great tactician to come in. Are the players going to be receptive to it? Are they going to be in the mindset to take on that um, right now? Maybe not, maybe, maybe not. So my gut feeling, I think you've got to go someone who's going to just, is a motivator in the right way, not a shout, not a shouter, but someone who's going to try and pick them up, get behind them, make, make it a happy place, make it a happy place for the fans as much as they can do. Like I say, even if it's, this is the last 16 games, if you brought in, I mean, if it was, like a Warnock, at least it might be a bit nicer, a bit happier, a little bit of lightness around around the area. Maybe same for the players. So for me, I want I, I think you've got to go down there with someone who's going to just not 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 take the serious seriousness out of it, but someone who's going to try and just lift the mood, take lift the edge off. And yeah, I think I think that will help more, more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more than someone coming in who is probably a better manager in all honesty uh, and better manager for the future. Um, but I don't know how receptive the players are to a third manager and third third thought process. When I, they've not got time to instill things, and you tend to just start a bit like Nathan Jones, you tend to start firefighting. You can't implement what you want. So I think it's got to be someone who's got the ability to boost them, take them at the edge off, make training around a bit funner. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think even if, even if it doesn't work, it would be a happier place than it would be under do you know what I mean? for the, well as it has been for the thirty games we've had so far. It's only one man you're describing there, isn't it, Johnny? And that's, that's yeah, if you read between the lines. The Bristol City have a bit of format, but the next three home games, Birmingham, Coventry, Bristol, isn't it? You start, win all three. Made... Can win all three? Mm. And we'll probably <laughs> we have could, to win all three. <coughs> Excuse me. We could do, definitely, but it's... Oh, surely Dave Could win all three, but the play, like I said, the players have got to start showing something, and I think when you look at that list, Wild is my preference, but he's not going to come and I don't think Warner could come either because I think he's no, retired. But his um, his his tour doesn't start again until May twenty seventh. So he's got he got a, bit of a, a little time, hasn't he? Hey, yeah, he's, he's I saw it posted. He's, yeah, he's posted. Excited. You know, oh, and he'd he'd bring on. what would he bring with him? He'd bring possibly oh. Ronnie Jepson, an ex player in Ronnie Jepson and Kevin Blackwell. They get they they know what it's about, don't they? That Warner could probably be up once or twice a week, and Jeppo and Blackwell would be running things, wouldn't they? Um. Don't Take think the it'd be tempting on Matt for him. Get one last hurrah for Warnock. There's nothing to lose if we went down. People would be like, oh. "Well, this is this is, where, this is this is it, really." He's, he's, 
you know, his tour <laughs> picks up again in May. He'll be gone whatever come May. Um, Matt, so it doesn't really you, matter about next question, season. Mate. Would the club have the balls to go to him and ask to come? Yeah, I think they would, actually. Thanks. I do okay. think so. I think I'm, I'm going to come to something in a minute because there's been an interview with Kenny Miller, which is a bit of a firecracker. Uh, I'll read you some excerpts that he's, he's been on BBC Scotland today about his time at Huddersfield, and he absolutely dives in two-footed onto the bold man. Um, not Mr. Ooh. Kosmala, but Dave Baldwin. So, um, Oh, God, really? He I'm, does, I'm seeing it. He does dive in, and um, it's been copied pretty much copied for me by someone who, who listened to it. So if there's one or two inaccuracies, I do apologise. But uh, do you want to move on to that now? Yeah. Kenny Miller? So Was Kenny Miller... for you because you didn't, you didn't get the Scottish... Well, he listened to it. He Scottish, listened yeah. to it. No. <laughs> oh, my wife's Scottish. I can't, I've, I can't get it. <laughs> but Kenny Miller was on BBC Radio Scotland, Breathe the Huddersfield sacking. And it says, fair to say, he's not enamoured by Dave Baldwin. Uh, and he says, Dave Baldwin, a guy who allowed Burnley to be sold in a leveraged debt deal to go down with a whimper, thinks he's a football expert and he's made himself director of football and sidelined the guy, Steve Bromby, who's in a role to try and break him and is in charge of sale of the club with a previous owner trying to outmaneuver him despite him causing financial issues in the first place. It wasn't a good place to be working. We thought we could turn it around with players uh, like the way that we work, but we couldn't get the results. Some younger players over the time would have become major assets, um, but they need to listen, learn, ignore the noise because that can ruin careers. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's gone in a bit on Dave Baldwin there about him and uh, his time at Baldwin. And he's pretty much said there that he, you know, with what I've been saying, um, that Lee Bromby's pretty much been sidelined and everybody's calling for Lee Bromby's head at the minute, saying, wow, thinking it'll improve things. Them, it won't yeah. improve anything. Um Dave Baldwin is is the is the guy behind you know the January work in the transfer market. Most of it is poor, if I'm honest. Um, and Kenny Miller's gone in on him, so um, it's not really what you wow. need, is it? In this situation, you don't really need that. But you kind of also appreciate it in a little bit that someone's actually gone instead of going out and going, oh yeah, it was all right, Huddersfield just didn't work out. He's actually gone and said, you know what, screw the NDAs. I'm I'm going to tell you the truth and. I kind of appreciate that from Kenny it's Miller. Good to get some insight, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That's one yeah, thing that's it been lacking. Yeah, and he's, um, yeah, and he's. Uh, I think the thing there as well is he mentions um, Dean Hoyle in a roundabout way, and, and about the sale, and then he said the previous owner, who, who, you know, previous owners, obviously Phil, I imagine, um, who's trying to outmaneuver him despite causing financial issues in the first place. So yeah, he's proper gone in there, hasn't he? So. Um, Interesting. So I might try and dig that out at some point and try and post it somewhere because obviously it sounds like a, a decent one. And I might, have, I might have paraphrased some of that because of uh, the way I've got it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, no Kenny Miller anymore, <laughs> and uh, he's probably not welcome back uh, if you take that from from there. But any thoughts on that? Well, I think uh, obviously it's been in the uh, game long enough, Kenny Miller. But when he came and he knew that it could be a shot. Short-term thing, but if he didn't stay, but I think he thought he'd probably get the season, Matt. And uh, yeah, obviously he's gone in on Dave Baldwin. And the pressure's on Dave Baldwin now, mate, to deliver because he's got. He's well, he's got a decision to make. Seeing as he's Kenny Miller says he's sidelined Lee, so yeah, de- Bromby, basically so. there. Which you know what? Obviously, people have turned on on Lee now, and and everyone wants a scapegoat. But Kenny Miller just said it there. Really, that is you know, yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, town fans are, are rightly pissed off at the minute, and there's a lot of people just want a head on a spike, don't they, to throw rotten tomatoes mm. at? And Lee's the easiest target because of what he said when Fotheringham came in, in that, you know, judge me on this appointment, and the appointment didn't go great. So Lee's been judged, and I understand that <laughs> from fans. Um, people talk about the transfers as well, don't they? But Lee Bromby's overseeing a wage budget that's dropped from 26 million to 8 million in a couple of windows, and it Went back up again. It's, I thought you know, the uh, the statement was rude, great. Matt. Uh, I thought the statement was rude from the club, mate. Uh, for announcing the departure, I thought it was a shit statement and rude. I mean, not to even not to even thank you. There's always a line like we like to put on record our thanks for etc. Yeah, just do that. You know the guy. Yeah. Give, I give believe the man who usually writes that. the statements wasn't in the building, so I'm not sure who wrote that for the website. Yeah, but I mean you can, can copy and paste, can't that. you? You can copy and paste from someone else's. They all say a thank you. Yeah, it was, but, a bit, um, it was pretty curt, <clears throat> wasn't it? Um, yeah. 
just going just going thoughts on on that um Kelly Miller piece. I think um Stephen Chicken the last couple of days wrote a great article on on Bromby off the back of the, the chance from the Wigan game. And I know we've spoken quite quite a bit on previous podcasts about Bromby, what what he can be held account for, what he probably can't be held account for, and then what things he limitations he's got to work work in. So I won't necessarily repeat that. But I think yeah, it is interesting to see that. And I think Baldwin seems to have gone somewhat under the radar, A in his, his appointment and B is um so I mean con- control of the club because that is what it is now. He does have control of the club in all intents and purposes. So I'm not saying we we had we had we I mean set our sights on him. Um but equally I think it's interesting to see how the operations behind the scenes might might well be. Um it, it's one man's word. Um but he's probably got no interest in 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 Say anything that isn't necessarily true. Um, I'm sure this will tell them have their own opinions on that as well. But yeah, I think, um, like you say, understandably, um, Bromley's got his critics based on um, potentially Schofield. I don't know. Dean seemed to be quite keen on that as well. Um, certainly, Fosingham. Distant himself um, after, didn't he? Yeah. But um, like you say, how, how long has he been out with a decision making role to a certain extent and put to one side? So yeah, but equally, I guess it's one of them where it's a culture today, and I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it either. That you almost want someone to blame, you want someone to 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 to, to lose their job or, or or get the sack, and in a certain way, it sometimes makes you feel better. But I think it's just recognizing that there are other things in play at the moment. It's it's a difficult place to work for, for many people because of the way the club's being run. Um, and if it's not your coin, you've got certain limitations to how you can spend it. And I think it's just I mean, it's an interesting. Um, addition to people's viewpoints, bit of tidbits we get from from the press, etc. So yeah, it's quite interesting to hear and speak quite honestly what, about it. Really, I'll tell you what I was thinking earlier on that though. It's like I think the championship now is such a. It's almost like it's not Premier League two, but it, it's bigger than a lot of first tier leagues in Europe. And you you've got to be switched on as as a club at the top, you know, at all the level. And you, you just I just think we've been caught short in in everything as well. And it's like. You, you've got to treat this division, this, this bare pit division, a ruthless division with the respect it deserves. Otherwise, you're going to pay the price. And if we mm. manage to scrape up, it will be a fantastic achievement. But you know what? Of course, we want other to attempt to stay up, but you can't feel, but we totally deserve to go down, though, with with, with his choices of management, with his choices of signings. And I get the, you know, probably it's all about the, mo- the money for a lot of it, but he's just like, it just feels like we're so complacent, and and it's we, it's almost like we deserve league football. The championship such a strong division, and I get we we all wanted to be back in the Premier League twelve months ago. Well, most of us did, some didn't, but it's just like this the division we've got to treat it with respect. Deserve sometimes I wonder if the club wants to be in League One. It's nice and comfy, and you don't have to bother opening your ticket office as much now, or your souvenirship. You don't have to get you know people can have an easier life at the club if we go down, but. You know, how much do we want to stay up? Because as, as efforts on and off the pitch, it's just like, we don't deserve to be in this division, man. And, and we're doing our best to get out of it. And yeah. Um, so this week, guys, unfortunately, there's no fuzzy bingo anymore. So we can't, that feature's oh. died to death after one week, which is a real shame. Um, but I was thinking during the week, I'd, I had some bad news during the week. I lost my wedding ring. Um, and I lost it on the way to my little boy's school. Um, I think I pulled not my phone Blackpool, out of my pocket. Oh, no, not in Blackpool. <laughs> I um, I pulled I pulled the phone out of my pocket, and I think the ring slipped off and went in the went on the in the ground somewhere. And unfortunately, it seems to have gone. But I was going to school to a meeting in the assembly room about phonemes and grammings, something that you'll get to, I'm sure, Johnny, before too long. Uh, and Cosy, you might have to cast your mind way back uh, with this. And I thought, you know what? Why don't we try some of this with... What time is it? It's Chico time. It's Chicho. Chicho. Right, Mr. Kosmala. What can you see? It's like going to Specsavers, isn't it? Two from the CH. (laughs) Don't put that on. That's about two. (laughs) (laughs) It's about 150 or something, isn't it? Um. Right, so the whole point of uh, phonemes and grammings is that when you pronounce these words, um, like if you like cat, when you 
for a three, four-year-old when you when you're saying cat, cat, you don't say k because cat kids actually start going cat, so and pronouncing it wrong, so you just go at, so they actually do it. So Cosy, what is that? What? What's what? what this, so on on my screen now. What what is it when you put those two words together? What's ch in it? Yeah, but phone phoneme. What is it? How do you pronounce that? Those two words together. Ch in it. Ch. Yep. And then these. God, chico in it. Yeah, Nadal. Nadal. And then this one again. Cheech. Ooh. And put them all together and you get <laughs> fucking Chicho Cosy. Chicho, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Yeah. There we go. I think that could the... be one on That'll be I'll yeah, take... I think that'll be a one week uh... I'll tell you one thing that <laughs> I want to say, Matt. I, I didn't go to win yesterday, but I went to Blackpool and the numbers of the fans, honestly, Matt. I know we've criticized the fans and, and sometimes for sometimes getting on the backs, but you know, when you look around that, the pubs of Blackpool and, and you look around in, in that stand on Tuesday night and the people are going through the pain we and that and paying good money, taking time off work and going to Blackpool probably for the second time. I just, it just makes me think we've got, so honestly, there's just some amazing people that support us your town. And Best fans in the league, Fod said. Yeah, honestly, it's just amazing. And a couple of thousand there yesterday, Stoke on Wednesday, they'll be there again and, and stuff. And it doesn't obviously guarantee, uh, you know, promotion and what have you, even though Leeds fans like, Agree, but we have got some bloody brilliant fans and stuff like that as well. And it just breaks your heart, doesn't it? That the club, I don't know, I just like the, the detachment between the club and the fans is just like a bigger point that I'm, than I've ever known, you know. So it's that there's such a repair job, you know. The dream for me, I will say it to someone at work today, right? We stay up by the skin of his teeth with a with a cover playing squad that I can't associate, but we don't matter. We stay up, new owners comes in, fresh energy. Punch a new coach we can all get behind and we can just go again in and championship next season. But he just feels we're so far off that in a lot of ways. And but but in a way, we're not totally down and, and dead. It's 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 cruel in it, spot. It's sometimes so near for you, you can taste it, but just can't can we do it? And it could it, it's so big, isn't it? It could be such a, a good we could go again next year, fresh energy, new owners. And I look at this Wrexham story with a bit of envy to be honest. I watched that Chesterfield Notts County yesterday, Matt. And, Notts County, bloody hell, they've had some barren years, but the backing of that away, and they, they were on like a bit of a journey, they're getting behind the team, just a feel what they've had some, I'm just thinking, we just need that again, don't we, that energy, that the reason for being why they go to watch as, as team, and it's just being lost, and I, I, I think it's not even like winning games, it's just feeling that the club belongs to us again, because we it's being lost, it's so sad really, and when you think of them scenes with Toffolo were, Shared off John Russell, the flares, because I know we got into trouble for it, but that that's the that's what it can be when it's like five and it just makes your heart to make to see where we are now, mate. Yeah, I mean I mean not even talking about just us, but I think Huddersfield fans in general have deserved a lot better than what they've served what they've got since uh the relegation from the Premier League. I think on and off the field it's it's not really been the great apart from that one outlier of a season which is increasingly looking like a bit of a fluke, isn't it? Um, <laughs> incredible, so, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, but I think that's all we've got time for this week, isn't it? I don't think it's been a particularly happy podcast, and you wouldn't expect it to be a happy podcast after failing to beat both teams who were bottom and second bottom this week. It's it's not good enough. The players are going to have to take a collective responsibility and and try and force this uh, and get Huddersfield further up the league. Look, if 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 the players can do this. I won't. I won't go as far as saying you'll be heroes, but you know, because twenty first in the championship is is not worthy of hero worship, really. But I think people like myself, Johnny, and Cosy will will think a lot more of you than if you get relegated. So you know, fans have been great; they're doing their bit. We just need the players to do theirs now. So crack on, lads, and hopefully a good week to come. Cheers, everyone. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright blue and white They 
your team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all the while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can be the town today? And then the bells will ring so merrily And every ghost shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 